This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, my name's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the Behind Enemy Lines podcast to get the inside track on Chelsea, who are the visitors to Merseyside on Sunday for what is Liverpool's biggest game of the season so far. Now, a lot of the build-up to this match has been dominated by talk of what happened when the Reds welcomed Chelsea the last time they were so close to winning the Premier League title, almost exactly five years ago. But as Jurgen Klopp made clear at his press conference, this is a different time and this is most definitely a different Liverpool. But Klopp also talked up Chelsea's form and the danger of Eden Hazard. Hazard. To be fair, he's right too. Chelsea and Hazard are playing well and have both have excellent recent records at Anfield. But at the same time, it wasn't too long ago that supporters were calling for Mauricio Sarri to be sacked. So to find out exactly what's going on at Stamford Bridge and to see if Chelsea can repeat that devastating result of April 2014, I spoke to Nizar Kinsella, who covers the club day in, day out for Goal.com. We also talked the racist abuse suffered by Mohamed Salah at the hands of fans claiming to support his former club Chelsea, as well as the future of Hazard and Callum Hudson-Odoi who has been linked with a move to Liverpool thanks for joining me and we'll be back after the match with the post-game podcast the blood red podcast from the Liverpool Echo hi Nazar thank you very much for joining me to talk all things Chelsea before the massive match at Anfield on Sunday you okay mate yeah, good. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. I was on there last time, wasn't I? And it, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, no pleasure again to have you on, mate. It's been, uh, particularly because given it's been a busy week for you and a busy week for Chelsea, they started by winning at home to West Ham on Monday to go third in the Premier League. And then last night, because we were speaking on Fridays, they, they, they beat Slavia Prague in the quarterfinal first leg of the Europa League. Uh, and I've just been listening to Jurgen Klopp, actually, at his press conference. Uh, and he said that Chelsea are in a good moment. Is, is that true? Yeah, it is. Of course, they've won. They've won quite a few games in a row now, three in a row in the league, and then uh, obviously the Europa League game as well. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty good, but it's it's probably not a completely fair reflection. I think that the West Ham performance was a good one from Chelsea. It's one they could broadly be happy with, although there were still a few nervy moments because um, they didn't put the game to bed right until the end. And uh, Chelsea deserved the win, of course, but it was uh, it was it was it was a bit nervy in the end because Chelsea. Uh, are known for not quite being as ruthless as they should be. I think for the last two seasons, they've not really put those smaller teams away, which is sort of the thing that stops them competing for titles like Liverpool are at the moment. Um, also, before the international break, Chelsea were playing poorly, so they came back, uh, played Cardiff. Uh, they turned that game around, but played it incredibly badly. Uh, and then they, they pummeled Brighton, which was a good performance. Uh, they played well against West Ham. Uh, and, and then against Slavia, obviously, rested. They, they made seven changes for the uh, Europa League clash uh, and I thought Chelsea were pretty poor against Slavia Prague um, they won the game they got a great result I mean 1-0 away from home uh, is good even though you expect Chelsea to do that and um, I think that you know Marcos Alonso's late goal wasn't really deserved and um, I think I think that they'll have to play obviously much better there'll be a lot of personnel changes it'll be interesting to see which lineup he goes with because um, yeah he's, he's shuffled the pack a lot in recent weeks which is uncharacteristic stick of Maurizio Sarri so uh, yeah I, I don't completely agree with Klopp but uh, yeah I think broadly speaking he, he's he's not far off How's the kind of temperature around Sarri at the moment because if you were looking from the outside it, it looks like Chelsea are having a pretty good season you know the, in the race for Champions League qualification got a great chance to win the Europa League and obviously lost the Carabao Cup final on penalties to Man City despite playing really well but you know it was only a, a few weeks ago I remember watching the Cardiff game on telly and it, it sounded like Sarri was coming in for a bit of stick from the Chelsea supporters 
Yeah, it was it was toxic in that Cardiff game. Chelsea were awful. Like if you watched it, uh, you know you might have had the same reaction at your own yeah. team in that circumstance. So um, yeah, they turned it around. Um, but Sari is like a few defeats always away from that sort of reaction. Um, you know, one or two. Uh, I don't think they'd turn toxic at Anfield, but you know, if they did a, if they poor, if they perform poorly against Burnley, say in, the, in a, a few weeks' time, um, then then the crowd can turn on them quite quickly. And I think that I put it down to really, it's, it's more than just results. It's it's more about a, a personality thing between Chelsea fans and Maurizio Sarri. I think they find Sarri a bit aloof. Um, they, he, they think his style of play isn't as good as Sarri always makes out. Um, I think Chelsea, you know, Liverpool will know all about playing against Chelsea teams that uh, in the past they've not been the most expansive uh, they've been sort of a counter-attacking team that looks to frustrate teams like Liverpool uh, but under Sarri it's all different it's supposed to be like Barcelona football but often it doesn't come to that and and Sarri, they feel like Sarri's trying to pull the wool over their eyes a little bit trying to sell them everything's okay when it's not um, they don't re- they don't always like his stubbornness you know picking the same 11 generally same formations and Golo Kante played out of position in their opinion um, and not in Sarri opinion so there's a lot of those kind of issues that sort of drives a wedge between Chelsea fans and Sarri and uh, I mean anyone can have their own opinion on that whether that's right or not Um, but like you said he's doing okay and I think that I think that the recent run of four wins in a row um, that has eased it massively on him but um, I I just feel like um, you never know how it's going to go with Sarri and I think and and Chelsea with the hiring and firing as well I think the fans could turn very very quickly again if if Chelsea fall short of their aims which is to get Champions League football um, and they've got two routes to do that win the Europa League finishing the top four um, so this is a big game for Chelsea because they have to finish in the top four but obviously for Liverpool the prize is even bigger definitely you know this Chelsea side as you say they're in the hunt for a trophy they're in the hunt for the top four but are they good enough to come to Anfield you know where Liverpool haven't lost in the league for, for close on two years now and actually get a win or even you know a draw you know do you think they can come here and get something I think I think they believe in themselves. Uh, the reason is Chelsea um, haven't lost Anfield since 2012, so I think they they feel like uh, you know a lot of these players haven't really experienced a defeat at Anfield before. Um, obviously, they won in the cup. It wasn't the same sorts of full strength lineups, but Chelsea were. Uh, pretty pretty happy and pretty proud of that win and that was at a point in the season where Chelsea were flying that they beat Liverpool at Anfield um, obviously they've been through some ups and downs since then but uh, yeah I think that I think Chelsea like to be the sort of bad guys in it you know it's going to be a case of Liverpool going for the title and, and it's about spoiling the party really and I think they've done it before obviously in 2014 painful memories for Liverpool fans um, and, and I think that it would go a long way to sort of rebuilding Sarri's relationship as well with the fans if if they could uh, stop Liverpool, uh, you know, on Sunday because there's still a big rivalry between Chelsea and Liverpool. I don't know if it's how much Liverpool fans feel it, but when I speak to Chelsea fans uh, around the club, they, they they do look forward to this game massively and they they do love beating Liverpool. So um, I think that. Sarri could win a lot of friends with a win uh, on Sunday and uh, that would be absolutely massive for him and the club in their aims to get in the top four. 
Yeah, you can definitely still feel it at this end of the country as well. This part of the country, you know, it's a modern modern day rivalry, but it's certainly there. And it was it was stoked by those Champions League matches between the clubs. And then that that game you were talking about a moment ago, five years ago, when uh, Mourinho Chelsea won two 0 that day. And it depends how you look at it. It was either a Mourinho masterclass or he came here and parked the bus and, and frustrated Liverpool. But at the end of the day, he, he did he did the job. Do you think Sarri could come and play like that on Sunday, or as you were talking about earlier, is this a different kind of Chelsea? It is it is a different kind of Chelsea, but they 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 have they have only changed the tactics really against Manchester City this season, and it and it works. It's worked in both occasions. So Chelsea played Man City three times this season, you know, in the cup final and the two league games, uh, and they played they played well in in two of those three games. The one game where they didn't play well is the game where they tried to press City, and they tried to you know, go toe-to-toe with City at the Etihad Stadium and they got absolutely battered. So they will be fearful of that that sort of repeat. And I feel like those performances are still in Chelsea. Like I, They might have won four in a row, but a lot of those fixtures are quite comfortable, easy fixtures. Uh, and it will be interesting to see if this four in a row can give them momentum or if they still have that flimsy side. And I do think they have a flimsy side, but back to the tactics uh, and parking the bus, uh, they, they kind of parked the bus against Man City in the first game at Stamford Bridge between Pep Guardiola and Sarri this season. And uh, they, they didn't mean to park the bus, but they were kind of forced back by City's play. And uh, they just sort of went back to what they know, what they've done under Antonio Conte and Mourinho, uh, which is sort of sit back and hit on the break and it works and they won 2-0. Um, and, and they sort of did a version of that at, at Wembley when they played in the cup final. And I thought Chelsea should have won yeah, in normal time, really. So, yeah, I, I think that they can do that. And I think they might consider, you know, they, they, when they do that, they play Hazard as a false nine. Hazard doesn't like playing as a false nine, but... He's a much better presser of the opponents than, say, somebody like uh, Gonzalo Higuain, who's not got the legs really to keep going for the likes of Van Dijk, who have their own threat as well. Um, so Sarri will be considering that option. Um, I think that I think there's a chance he might go for it because he didn't use Hudson Odoi and he didn't use Hazard, and I could see him maybe, uh, you know, in the in the in the Europa League match, and I could see him maybe chucking those two in with Willian and maybe maybe going down that route because I think you've got to respect Liverpool as a stronger side at the moment and it might be a case of shuffle the pack a little bit Interesting stuff. I'll, I'll come back to Hazard in a moment, mate. But just uh, we know who Liverpool's front three is going to be. We know it's going to be Mane, Firmino, and Salah. And I've I've just got to ask you about Salah because sadly in the build up to this match on Sundays, it's been overshadowed a, a bit, unfortunately, by the the racist abuse that was directed towards Mo by what is claimed to be Chelsea fans before the match in Prague on Thursday night. You know, uh, not what any of us want to hear or see. But Chelsea have been very strong in their response, haven't they? Yeah, they've done a good job, really. Um, they identified the six fans. Uh, they they all travelled to Prague. Um, they turned three of them away. The other three didn't show up to the stadium. Um, the, oh, the video has been widely criticised by there's both statements by Chelsea and Liverpool. The harshest possible uh, punishment will be uh, that they can implement is sort of banning them for life at Chelsea and that that that, that will happen I think and uh, yeah it's, it's unacceptable unfortunately football lives within this sort of it lives within British society and there's a lot of problems in British society as we all know uh, and, and sort of these kind of incidents coming out in the football world it's, it's got nothing to do with Chelsea or football football should be a celebration uh, but you know these people think that they can get away with saying whatever they want in, in a footballing context which unfortunately that doesn't 
that doesn't work. That's not how society works, and they will be punished. Um, and 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 thankfully, they have been punished. And Chelsea are doing a lot to try and stamp out racism from within their own fans. But there's only so much they can do. Um, we need to, as a society, we need to sort of think about how we want to get rid of it. And and I think that there's a broader context that Chelsea can do only so much. And then uh, it, then it's down to sort of us as, a, as as people to see, you know, what way we want our country to go. So. Um, for me, it's it, it really marred the game. Unfortunately, um, you know, as a reporter, I had to cover uh, cover this this incident of racism, which is totally unacceptable. Um, and then and then you know, I try to also cover the match, and it's not something you want to be talking about or you think should happen in 2019, but it does, doesn't it? So, uh, yeah, I think that. I just hope that the fans stay on the right side of the rivalry. Um, it's it's fun to go with the other team, and uh, yeah, it can be quite a good laugh. But um, yeah, hopefully Sunday goes off without a hitch, and this hasn't stoked up too much anger between the two fan groups. Yeah, I totally echo those echo those thoughts, and I think the way Liverpool and Chelsea have, have kind of almost worked together on this, both issuing statements after the incidents, is uh, it was the right way to go. And and I say completely echo your thoughts there, mate. Uh, back to the football. Uh, as in ha- Eden Hazard, who you, you mentioned in uh, passing a moment ago, he's, I think it's fair to say he's probably the Premier League player Liverpool fans fear the most, given his record against them. You know, he was absolutely magical on, on Monday night against West Ham. You know, is this probably the worst time for Liverpool to be facing him at the moment? Yeah, he's definitely back to his best. There's a bit of a lull, I'd say, maybe in the last month or so, but uh, he's back, uh, unfortunately, for Liverpool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he he, uh, he loves playing at Anfield. He's got some... I mean, I can remember two absolute. The two of his best goals he's ever scored were at Anfield. So you, Liverpool fans might count themselves unlucky. I don't know what it is about Anfield. I think he just doesn't feel pressure. So he just absolutely flies at, at Liverpool, and you know it's a hot atmosphere. But he really, he really causes some damage at that stadium. So um, yeah, I think that I think it's bad times playing. Everyone knows about Hazard. He's he's in top form. Most goal involvements of any player in the league at the moment goals and assists um, he's going to break the 20 barrier in the Premier League for the first time since joining Chelsea so um, wow um, it's just great to watch we're all going to miss him if he goes to Real Madrid in the summer I think that he, I think that he's the sort of player that Liverpool admire as well I'm sure they uh, there's a lot of respect there just as most Chelsea fans admire Mohamed Salah and what he's doing so um, yeah it's going to be fascinating to see him again in another big game and see what he can come up with yeah, I think there's a lot of social media kind of debate and banter, isn't there, about who's better, Salah and, and Hazard, when they're just both like prodigiously special players. But where do you stand? Just Do you think Eden Hazard is the best in the league? You know, someone like Jerry, Jamie Carragher, Liverpool legend, actually f- agrees with that. Do you think he is now the, the best player in this division? Yeah, he's the best attacker. I think he's probably just a bit above Salah. Um, obviously, Salah did insane season last year that Hazard's not really matched in terms of goals but I think that what I like about Hazard is this sort of way um, and, and Salah does this as well but it's the way he sort of carries his team he is a leader he's a quiet leader he's, he's leader by example like there's so many games where Chelsea is a sort of generally have been a counter-attacking team and they've just been under pressure all game and then he just hauls them up the pitch and uh, he is talismanic he is central uh, to everything that Chelsea do and when he leaves they'll have to reimagine everything and they'll have they won't have that go-to guy that they've looked to whenever they've been struggling playing poorly you know you can always rely on Hazard to 
bring that moment. Um, so, yeah, I think it's tough to say, but I think that Hazard's maybe done it for longer as well than Salah. Uh, so I just about put him above him. But, you know, Vir- Virgil van Dijk is somebody I voted for for Football Writer Association, uh, you know, Player of the Year. And I think that if you're talking defenders and players in other positions, I think he's a huge shout for being the best player in the Premier League as well. So, um, yeah, I, I respect defenders and uh, Hazard's best attacker, but maybe Van Dijk, maybe Liverpool have their own talisman at the back. And that's sort of my feeling anyway. Um, probably not everyone agrees, but that's what I think. No, I don't know about that. I imagine a lot of Liverpool fans will certainly agree on the uh, to Van Dijk. He's, he's just transformed this Liverpool team. And he, as you said then, he, he could be coming up against Hazard if Hazard plays as a false nine. But you, you also mentioned Callum Hudson-Odai. And just before I go, mate, I just want to ask you about him because every time I see him, I'm really impressed. But it seems like Hazard, his future is not the clearest either. It's not. He uh, he's, he's, he put in a transfer request. So uh, in January, um, buy me and Nick bid thirty five million pound. Uh, he wanted to go there. He hadn't really got a lot of chances. Um, I mean, he's only played. He's only made fifteen starts this season, but most of those came after Bayern Munich's approach. Uh, he's barely getting a game, and he wasn't even playing in cups or he's off the bench in the Europa League. Uh, maybe starting when uh, Chelsea had already qualified. So it's kind of. From his perspective, he didn't feel trusted by Maurizio Sarri. And that was a huge factor as well in why a lot of Chelsea fans uh, had kind of turned on Sarri because they were a little bit worried that they might lose this absolute gem of a, of a player, you know, 18 years old, probably the best that the academy has produced in a long time. Um, and and I think that that was some, a massive factor in the sort of boos that Sarri was getting. Uh, now, um, yeah, Hudson-Odoi's future is still up in the air, but things have improved for him of late. And I think if... Sarri plays him against Liverpool. Um, it'd be a huge statement of sort of, you know, to say that this is the kid that I do. I do believe in him, and then it might be a case of, I think that I think that Hudson Odoi has been reluctant to stay at Chelsea because of uh, chances. He, he didn't believe that it, it could happen. The only thing Sarri can do to make him stay really is to play him and uh, playing him against Liverpool. Um, it might be a risk, but it might also pay off. And I, I, even if he has a bad game, I don't think too many fans would be angry with Sarri um, for sort of trying that out and try to show this kid that, you know, he, he is wanted by the club and he is wanted by his manager. Most definitely. You're getting me excited by talking about this match. So I'll just have to ask you the final question. It's probably a double parter. How do you see the game going on Sunday? And then how do you see the title race going after that? Um, it's a difficult one. I think that, I think Chelsea, I don't think Chelsea will win. Um, I just don't think they've got enough to pull off such a massive result. I think if Chelsea do win, it'll probably be a case of Liverpool have messed up somehow or or they've really not turned up. So, uh, or maybe even a bit of luck. So I can't really see Chelsea going toe-to-toe and coming out on top. And I don't think Sarri is going to make a huge change. Uh, maybe the false nine option. Um, and in the title race, I still slightly fancy Man City just because I think that overall they have a bit more quality um, but it really is wide open uh, Liverpool are doing this thing where which which we, many people have alluded to that when they play badly they win and, and I think we've seen it time and time again that those kind of teams uh, really sort of that shows a champion team and I think if Liverpool don't win the league it'll it'll be a case of they'll still have a ridiculous points total and they'll have been incredibly unlucky Uh, so yeah I think that uh, it's going to be so tight but I probably would if you pushed me I'd have to go with Man City to 
win win the league but I think Liverpool and that's even if Liverpool beat Chelsea so I think Liverpool might beat Chelsea on Sunday um, or, or maybe Chelsea can nick a draw but I'd be surprised if Chelsea won You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo